Until my early thirties, my vagina was like a sordid affair, hidden away, never talked about, and shrouded in guilt, insecurity, and shame. As I was growing up, the rare glimpses of females in bathrooms and changing rooms didn't answer the burning question that I had, but never felt I could ask. Am I normal? I silently wished for an organ that stood out proudly like a man's, so that I could answer the question myself. Porn became a method of exploration. The consequences of my viewing went beyond the influence of what a normal physical appearance was, to how women were expected to perform in bed. I was already performing day in, day out, as an employee, a daughter, sister, friend and girlfriend. I thought sex was supposed to be the most intimate act known to woman. I thought being intimate was akin with being yourself. Did this mean that there was nowhere sacred, where performance could be put to bed and the real me could come out to play? It wasn't just the physical appearance of the female anatomy that I was curious about. Smell, discharge, ovulation all played on my mind. Was I okay? Am I normal? One day I plucked up the courage to ask my sister if she could smell her vagina. I told her that I could smell my own. If you can't ask your sister these things, who can you ask? Me and my sensitive nose, mind and heart too for that matter, have always gotten me into trouble. Her response was that if I could smell it, then I had an infection. I immediately began taking canestin, which of course made no difference because there was never an infection to treat. I put a drug into my body and tried to cure something that was perfectly natural and normal in the first place. I just didn't know it then. I became sexually active at 17. I let the men in my life be the judge of my physical appearance. After all, they had seen other women in ways I had not. My logic seemed legitimate. But after a while, I realised that people say what they think you want to hear. Their opinions came and went, and ultimately the only thing that I was always left with was myself, my guilt, my insecurity, and my shame. Another question I asked myself was around the topic of pleasure. Did they all work the same? Was I okay? Am I normal? There was only one way to find out. My intimate experiences with women over the years have been truly enlightening. Life is a journey. Circumstances, people, methods and logic change. So do our bodies. Having answered many of my questions about the female anatomy, I was now hit with a new one. As the years passed, I was faced with change. I became concerned that the skin on my labia was more excessive than it had been when I was younger. Could a surgeon just chop that off for me? It was then that I came across the Vulva Diversity Project. A number of girlfriends challenged my participation in the project telling me repeatedly in a horrified fashion that my vagina would be on display for the world to see, forever. As we work as a society towards gender equality, I can't help but wonder when our views on our bodies will catch up. Where did the belief that one's intimate parts were for a lifelong partner only originate from? And why does sharing something devalue it? I advocate the Vulva Diversity Project and am delighted to be a part of something that promotes diversity. I won't be going to see a surgeon unless I become ill. 
The older I get, the more I realise there's no such thing as perfect or normal. We have to embrace ourselves and the differences of others.